Connect and experience art at the Northfield Arts Guild. Visit our galleries, arts festival, and take in a performance at our theater featuring a full season of dramas, comedies, and musicals. The Guild's gift shop showcases unique art from over 100 local and regional member artists. Come enjoy music from the Cannon Valley Regional Orchestra or the 411 Concert Series. We invite you to explore your creativity in one of our classes. All are welcome at the Northfield Arts Guild. To learn how you can be a part, visit northfieldartsguild.org or call 507-645-8877. Art Zany, radio for the imagination, with your host, Paula Granquist, is brought to you by the Northfield Arts Guild and by the Paradise Center for the Arts. And now, Art Zany, radio for the imagination. Good morning, this is Paula Granquist, and you're tuned in to Art Zany, Radio for the Imagination. Thanks so much for listening to the show that celebrates all things creating and stories. And we've got some good ones today, so I hope you're ready to widen your imagination and take in some of the things happening in our community. And it begins with the library. I love libraries. I have loved libraries since I was a little kid. And growing up, I thought that we lived in the most magical neighborhood because the bookmobile came to visit us once a week. And I remember that big white trailer and the bookshelves that lined both sides of the interior and how the engine hummed while you looked around for your next books. And I always checked out so many books. I think my mom had the rule that I could only check out what I could carry back up the hill to our house because I probably always wanted to check out more. I kind of think, why didn't I have a wagon? I should have had a wagon. But I just, I devoured books and loved reading, and that's what I did all summer long. I just loved reading, and I loved those days of getting lost in story after story after story, because libraries are such glorious places. Once we started going on regular trips to the library, I remember that the some of the things that come to my mind are the summer reading challenge board. I don't know if any of you had those in your libraries where they had a little bulletin board and some years it was a racetrack. Some years it was a, um, oh, it might've been uh, just a, a, a romp through the forest, or maybe there was a character that led us on the way, but you always moved around on the board and you had your little tag that you got to come. And I remember <laughs> I always did the laps many, many times and the librarians, um, always kind of wonder, did you, could you possibly read that many books? And yes, I can, because I, I was such a reader. And I, I loved the, the children's librarian's desk and the, and the bins where they kept the picture books and the shelves of encyclopedias. I wonder if kids even know like what encyclopedias are today, because that's how we would go and research things. You'd have a question and you would have to wait a whole week to go and find out you know, anything you were curious about. And, and, you know, you had to actually have patience with that. I think that's something these kids today, I sound like I'm an old lady now. I just, I love being at the, because everything was there for you. All you had to do was ask, and everybody was willing to help you. There were stories everywhere. It was like my heaven. So I'm so excited today because we are talking about libraries and uh, talking about all things happening and look at that. My printer didn't print page two, so I skipped from one, two, three. So I do not have, let's see, I can do this. 
We are talking about um, the All Things Happening at the Library. With me is Angelica Linder. Welcome to Art Zany Radio. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Yes, it's so exciting to have you, and I thank you very much for coming in this morning. We made a last-minute arrangement, and you've been so kind. I am thankful that you invited me. I'm very excited to be here, and... Yeah, yeah. there's a lot happening, and one of the primary things we're going to be talking about is Hispanic Heritage Month, and there's a lot of events going on at the library, and so I want to make sure everybody is well aware of all of them. And the, the big one we want people to get on their calendars is Saturday, September 16th from 11 until 5, and that is at Central Park. We'll talk in more detail about that, but I wanted to start kind of by introducing people to you because they... Um, may not know you. And I'd love for people to learn a little bit about um, your story, your world, how you got connected with the library. I just have to say that when you were doing the introduction in the beginning, it made me think of a poem. Oh. Uh, I think you can just go back into your notes and you probably could write a poem out of those beautiful memories when you... So the bookmobile and the oh. beautiful memories of you when you were little to oh, go to the library. I, I did. I, I love the library so much. And I, I'm, I just, it's one of my greatest memories of childhood was the bookmobile one. And then once it, the building was built and we got to go into the library, it was like such a treasure. <laughs> yeah. So maybe someday I will turn it into a yeah. poem. <laughs> um, so Paula, my name is Angelica Linder. Uh, I've been working at the library for six years as the outreach coordinator, and I started um, driving the bookmobile. You got to drive. I was it the do. Was it the old Booker bus? No, no, the new, <laughs> the up- new one. Mm. Yes, I think that's where they come up with the intention to have a new position at the library, the outreach coordinator, and. Um, Driving the bookmobile, riding the book bike, um, coming up with ideas for new programming, how to reach our community, not just the Latino community, how can get everyone together um, in events or coming to the library or bringing the library to them. We always are coming up with new innovations in how to um, be able to offer our service to everyone. So I need to hear a story about driving the bookmobile. And is it as magical to be the, you know, the one who brings it into the community? Is this for the kids who get to get out and see it? So excited. I mean, like, um, we do a lot of um, visits with community partners. They have events. Mm -hmm. Um, We have my first community event was going to evenings at the park. And that is a program that com- uh, Growing Up Healthy from HCI organized, put together and invite us. And they do it in different parts of um, the Latino community. So they have um, one in Northfield States, one in Viking Terrace, Jefferson Square. And um, I was in, I believe it was Northfield States. And we I bring the bookmobile, and there's already all of the kids excited to come in. And I'm like, okay, I have to open the door. I got to hurry up, turn on the lights, turn on the computer. And they're <laughs> waiting. It's like, uh, they're so excited. They're so excited. That brings me a smile. See yeah. the kids, all different ages, even adults come in and visit the bookmobile. Yes. And they bring their memories. They will say, well, in my town, in my time. 
Um, they remember the booker, the the that was a handprint with the handprint. Um, and also, when we during the summer, when we take it to the summer school, uh, summer class or summer blast, um, yeah, it's it's very exciting to see the line of kids getting ready to visit the bookmobile, check out a book, and of course, there's a lot of kids who want more than just one book, or, you know. And so, <laughs> when you were saying about your mother telling you, okay, just how many can you carry up the hill? <laughs> I have heard that a lot. Like, okay, how many? You are carrying that bag. Okay, so. It is. I'm so delighted mm-hmm. to hear that there's still kids that, that want to have that connection and, and that we, it's so great that we still have that tool in our community to mm-hmm. bring, because sometimes people don't always think about coming downtown or there's, you know, some obstacles to getting downtown yeah. or some scheduling issues. And that's really just a great yeah. thing. And, and the, the other thing with the bookmobile, it's not just me who is driving the bookmobile. We have other librarians who do it. And um, so it's kind of like a good opportunity for our staff to be out in the community. Um and make those connections because sometimes you're surprised how many people you start getting to know and all different events that we go to and some of them have never been into the building and they will just come and visit us and um and then we get the opportunity to share all of the wonderful events that we have all of the resources free right that people can access to um, so yeah, so it's, it's amazing. And how did you fall in love with libraries? Do you have a special library in your growing up years? Well, I'm originally from Barranquilla, Colombia, mm. on the coast. So for us, libraries there, they always organize events with a chess contest. Oh. We, we are really into chess, um, and puppet shows, um, and story time as well um but there is my memories will be um how the library will be innovated to bring books to the far parts of the country uh, there is the bureau mm-hmm. that brings books to different areas in the oh. country so it's kind of cool that, um that they will come up with anything not just you know a regular car or, you know, they, they come up with crazy ideas. However it takes. <laughs> to reach the last corner in your country, in Colombia. <laughs> so that's one of my memories. My other big memory is uh, moving to this country. Uh, my husband is from, well, he grew up here in Northfield. Mm. And coming here, English um, is my second language. What I learned in college was not enough to be fluent uh, when I came here. So I took English classes at the ESL with the community center and um, and some of their English courses to improve my English. But my memory and connection to the library is coming, finding friendly people who will try to understand what I was trying to say. <laughs> and giving me resources to continue studying and improving my my um, language uh, skill. So, yeah, that's so that's... And um, when I started having kids, 
with my daughter, we'll just walk downtown and bring her to the programs. I always felt welcome. Mm-hmm. And um, so th- that's kind of why when that position opened up, I was like, this is incredible. This job is for me. I wanted it <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I can use my Spanish. I can't relate to people. I have... Um, I, I, I love the library, what stands for. I love the changes we have uh, done, um, mm-hmm. how we try to open to everyone and um, offer all different things, right? Like from art, mm-hmm. um, classes, computer, I mean, computer classes, everything that you can think of, right? Yeah, and so. if people are listening, the um, Northfield, I have a link on, on our website, kymnradio.net, to the library main page because that's the, the place that you can start. If, if you just search City of Northfield Library, you'll be able to mm-hmm. connect and click with it. And from there, you'd like it's kind of like getting lost in the stacks. Not quite the same, <laughs> but... <laughs> You know, it gets you going and, yes. and it leads you to all those possibilities. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned the Spanish language component of your job. And I, I um, you know, several times I've been at the library and I'm just so appreciative of your facility to jump from one conversation in Spanish to, to you know, the next conversation in English and that you have that ability to turn you know, your brain on and off with those languages. I've, I've, you know, I struggled <laughs> with that because I did much better when I'm immersed in one language mm-hmm. in, in the Spanish language and then, uh, you know, English, but the two together, how do you develop that I, skill? I think it just practice, but sometimes depends on the day. If I'm having had enough caffeine, <laughs> we probably, this will happen today. I start <laughs> switching between English and Spanish or start talking like Spanglish um, and I feel bad for my co-workers because sometimes uh, especially with Lori who I have a closest connection or my friend Steve um, I start saying things to them in Spanish like uh, you forget sorry, that- I forget <laughs> like okay oh sorry or if I'm helping a patron um, navigate something at the library in Spanish and then I try to talk to my co-worker okay I need help finding this for this person it's like yeah it has been um, a great skill working for the library in switching from English to Spanish. So, I'm, yeah. I'm very admirable of, of that. Thank so you. thank you. And we have so much going on. I think we should start with the um, big event that's happening. Yes. And that is the, uh, I, I, th- I looked this up and I think it's the fifth year of? Sixth. Sixth. Oh, I got it wrong. Okay. Sixth. Six mm-hmm. years of Hispanic Heritage Month at the Northfield Library and the big celebration, which has grown from, we were talking earlier, just, you know, at the library, kind of around the space outside yeah. to yes. a big celebration all day. It's uh, for folks that are, want to put it on the calendar, because I know as soon as things start happening with school, the calendars yes. fill up quickly. Mm-hmm. It's Saturday, September 16th from 11 to 5. That's at Central Park, which if you're not familiar with Northfield, it's it's right down um, behind the main main street. Its official address is 421 4th Street. But if you go up the hill and kind of into the Carlton community where the Weiss Center, the old middle school, it's kind of behind there in that neighborhood. And it's a beautiful park. Yes, it's beautiful. I'm glad you're giving the directions because if you ask me, we'll be like, Go to that corner, up the hill, 
Look at the blue house. Turn on the red. I can't give directions the way you just did. So. Well, and I don't. I don't do well with like street names either. I do uh, landmarks. Sure. Yes, yes, that's the same with with me. Um, but yeah, this is our sixth year. Congratulations! Hispanic. Thank you. And I remember that was my first year when working at the library, and I wanted to bring some of my culture and other cultures that people that live here in Northfield that are not just from Colombia or Mexico or Cuba or Spain, mm-hmm. Guatemala, Honduras. We have a, a diversity with just within our own countries. And I wanted to share that with Northfield. And besides, there is a lot of people here that travel. And there's some members of their community that have lived in Guatemala for a couple of years. Or they go to mission trips with their church mm-hmm. here and help other countries in South America or Central America. And uh, besides our two colleges, we have professionals, teachers there from different countries, international students. So I was like, it have, hasn't been an event in Northfield that shows our culture and we for us we just have to go up to the cities Mm. minneapolis or st paul or the areas to see uh, some different cultures right or different events Mm -hmm. i should say so that was my first idea was that i just want to share i want to see people um how um azteca dancers or uh, cumbia or like uh, folklore from mexico colombia puerto rico mm-hmm. so that was the first idea um and we close the, the front of the street um we have around 450 people that day we have a, a stage if i can remember a showcase of tango dancers, mm-hmm. a Colombian folklore, um, Mexican folklore, a music, a, a live band. And after that, it just started growing and growing. And that's why we find out that we need to move from front of the street to Central Park because it start, instead of turning into a library program, it turned into a community event. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what it gets me so excited um, that we start involving other members of the community to help us um, create this event. Mm-hmm. So we have different voices. We have a committee, uh, Hispanic Heritage Celebration Committee, and we have different members representing different um, uh, organizations in town. And we are coming together and putting this giant cultural celebration fiesta uh, in Central Park. Yeah, and if you uh, look at the calendar, and I've got a link, too, to the uh, on, on our website under Art Zany Radio to the events that are happening because you have some, a page in the library that tells all the schedule of things. And so it's, I mean, it just mm-hmm. looks like an absolutely um, big day, like a, yes. a lot happening. And yes. so let's highlight some of the, the things that you're looking forward to and you want people to know about at this um, Hispanic Munch Heritage Celebration, because there's a, a main stage and then there's yes. food and music. It's a lot happening. So the official event will start from 11, 11 a.m. and it will go to 5 p.m. But we're going to start at 9.30, just warming up with some Latin music. <laughs> so we start with Zumba. 
And while people are setting up, um, putting their tents and everything, we're going to be having Zumba and the, and the stage. Um, then we're going to have bilingual story time. Because for those parents who have little kids, mm. you know, you just want to have some activities before the time for lunch and nap time. <laughs> and um, and then we, we have a bilingual story time at 10. And then we start the celebration at 11 with a parade of flags. For the first time, we're going to implement something more um, patriotic. Patri mm -hmm. Is that the Patriotic. Uh, thank you. Yes. Um, and stage. Um, so we're going to have different members of the community representing their country of origin. I think that's so important. And you made that point earlier that it, it's, um, you know, the Hispanic culture here is not from one anchored place. Yes. It's wide and vast, and there are many different aspects of culture to celebrate. Yes. And the other thing is, like, for kids, for family who have kids that were born here, there's first generation, second generation, um, I would say just Colombians, you know, my dad would say I'm Colombian. <laughs> um, for those to be able to share a little bit of their heritage to their kids who may not have been able to travel to visit their parents' origin country, mm -hmm. um, that's kind of cool. I just, I, I feel like that's amazing. And it's a free event. Yes, we need to open make... to everyone. Everyone it's a is family welcome. Event free for everyone, um, and so we continue with the program. It's we have a, a cooking demo on stage for the international, knowing Guatemalan chef. Her name is uh, Amelia Moreno. Moreno. I think she... that's kind of exciting because that, that food is one of the first things you think of from another country. Right, that's how you experience culture. <laughs> that's it's how like, it begins. Uh, yes. Food, music, um, art, uh, all of the dancing, all of the, the rep different representation. Mm -hmm. um, so we will have two cooking demos with uh, a Guatemalan um, chef, Amelia Moreno. We have a dance group, Borican, that's a Puerto Rican group. We have a comedian from Colombia. The first time we're going to have a bilingual comedian. We'll see how that goes. That'll, I love comedy. That'll so. be interesting to see how uh, to to be able to, you know, work within people who might not know about a culture and uh, to navigate. It's sort of like you jumping it back and forth. Between so, yes. And, and one thing when you're learning a different language is so hard to understand comedy. Mm. Well... For me, when I was learning English, the news was another one. It was really hard for me to understand the news when there were like a, a new cast or TV mm -hmm. shows. But comedy was in my tap. Like, but now I can understand comedy. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, okay. I'm uh, excited for that because I, I, we all could use a lot of laughs, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. So we'll have also on the main stage, um, we have a group called... Awe Runacuna, that is from Ecuador. And we have, for closing the event, um, Orchestra La Clave. Mm. They play salsa, merengue, bachata, uh, and that's a Twin Cities band. Uh, and I think it's going to be really cool. And we have a another dance group representing Guatemala, and it's called Norfield Danza Maya, mm. which started two years ago inspired but a Hispanic Heritage Celebration and oh. this group of 
moms original from Guatemala after the event was done uh, this was two years ago uh, they were the kids were playing the playground in Central Park and they start talking and they were like we want our kids to learn some traditional Guatemalan dance and we're gonna uh, we want them to be in the stage and share that culture with everyone and they put their kids together and last year that was the first year they perform and now this is their second year in going strong um so they do have a facebook page and i think they're gonna offer some guatemalan folklore dance at, at the um after school program or something like that so it's kind of cool that is, keep, what keep, an exciting yeah. story to come yeah. out of the experience to have that group then form and practice and mm-hmm. become, you know, ready to go back on the stage. Yes. And then the other thing you were saying about food, right? Mm-hmm. So we are going to, this year we have, oh my gosh, I'm just <gasps> going to start getting hungry. Um, <laughs> food from, uh, we have Northeast Venezuelan food truck, Salvadorian food truck. We have a Puerto Rican food truck. We have two Mexican uh, food trucks. Colombian oh food goodness. and desserts and bread and all of that. It's so like a trip can, around the world. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what we were also trying to accomplish. So you have to not worry about Saturday cooking. Right. You just come for breakfast, snack, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> and you can take some leftover for next day warm up. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, that What mm-hmm. an exciting day. Mm-hmm. And again, that is um, Saturday, September 16th from 11 to 5. But you said you, the early parts too. I love that there's Zumba yes. and music to get you yes. going. Get you and going. Yes. Kids stories. And this year we we are going to have again imminent brewer uh, brewery there at the Central Park and then we're going to have um, they're brewing a special beer for us um, and yeah they have we're going to have the whole park as the beer garden um, so people can just get something to drink or doesn't have to be a beer it's good there are other uh, traditional drinks there too mm-hmm. but you're going to be able to walk around see the what's happening on stage see your kids see some doing some activities we're going to have a rag wall so yeah a lot a lot of fun things it's, for sure i'm so excited and i love how this has grown and and it's kind of become uh, you know, just a really, you've got a great committee, it sounds like, of people who put this together and, you know, bring their stories to the table and mm-hmm. try to bring that to life. Yes. And are there, I'm trying to remember if there were um, some of the puppets. Are they yes, making the an appearance? Puppets, yes. The wandering puppets. I, uh, last year we did a puppet show. Um, this year we're not doing a puppet show, but we are having the puppeteers come in and they have the wandering puppets. So those are the giant, there was like a giant owl. Mm. And um, in some of the comments were like, people feel like, oh, it was magical, like music going, dances going. And then the, the, the puppeteers were walking around the park and just making people, you know, kids just feel magical. So... And those will be back. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so glad. Anything else we've missed? Because I'm looking at the time thinking, uh, we we need to, there's you, so much happening. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You were right. <laughs> at the beginning, we were talking. I'm like, 
what am I going to be targeted for 45 minutes? But we haven't even got to the other parts. So you were completely right. Yeah. Um, so one more thing that we are doing for uh, new for this year is adding a festive pet contest. Oh, I saw that. That sounds like so much fun. Because it's like... Every year you see the dogs. There was someone who brought uh, a bunny and there were dogs with their sombreros or with a little, you know, shawl or T-shirt. So we're like, okay, we have to give them the space to show up because pets are part of the family. Mm -hmm. And um, we already have the sign up open. Some uh, pet owners have signed up already. But so you do need to pre-register for that one. Pre-register, correct. Okay. And we do have, so it's free. Everything we do in the library, everything we're doing with the Hispanic Heritage Celebration is free, except food and drinks. You just have to buy mm -hmm. that, right? Uh, but with the pet contest, we are going to have a box for donation for the Humane Society in Northfield. Mm. Um, as an, you know, option there. We are going to have the context open to everyone uh, dogs cats rabbits uh, turtles any <laughs> anyone uh, who wants to get festive yes and dress <laughs> up whatever you know if your family is from colombia or guatemala put in a t-shirt that represents that country and um anyway so that, it yeah. sounds like a great addition and probably a tradition that will keep going i bet i hope so i think everyone was very excited about <laughs> it i mean you don't have to be from any latin country to bring your pet and participate mm -mm. yeah and the other thing i was gonna say paula is this type of cultural events is also um i will say i don't know if i'm using the right word to say helpful but for kids see all of that diversity in one place and it's high quality mm. of performance of artists there um and there's some there's a lot of families who don't have the money to just go and drive to the cities or even or go into another country and mm -hmm. take them for vacation to go to mexico or go on vacation someplace uh, the caribbean and they're learning spanish in the school so those for those students who have a Spanish immersion programs, this is a great way to get immersed into a different culture. Right. And and right? to meet actual people from those places. Yes. Who can tell stories and share share their experiences. Yes. So and we have tons of community partners supporting um our event in the in the Latino community, all the different programs. Um and we're gonna have craft vendors artists uh, who are going to be selling their 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 work um and we're going to have the mercado local we have um yeah different artists um, i mean so there's something happening in all corners of yes. central park you just have to keep i can continue tacking on and on so <laughs> <laughs> we should try to move on to other things otherwise i'm gonna continue talking about Hispanic Heritage Celebration. Well, I'll mention yes. it again so we make sure that people know to get that on their calendar. Yes. But it is... And volunteers, we need volunteers. Oh, yes, let's talk yes. about that. We need volunteers. Where, what do people need to do if they want to help out, sign up, check in at the library? And... Yes, they can They can go to our website. We have posters with a QR code going in, in around town. But if they go to our website, they, we have a banner there to click to volunteer. We have different shifts. 
to help us set up, um, counting, be a greeter at the event, um, and take down. So we, and they're very short shifts because we want people to be able to volunteer, but at the same time have fun. Come join. Um, come and join. Yes. So <laughs> that's, yeah. I think that's a good thing to get out there. So people know that, um, they can, you know, like you said, just do a short shift and it'll make a big difference to your, your oh event. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes, it will be for sure. So mm-hmm. that's on. The, we, but we have to touch on what's happening at the library during this month because there mm-hmm. are um, so many things going on. Um, perhaps we should start with the book talk. The um, there's a book talk happening. This is Thursday, the 21st of September, and it's just this amazing list of artists, and it is a celebration of of the book Latin Art in Minnesota, and this is a really big. Oh deal. my gosh, I'm so excited about this because that was, is a new book mm-hmm. um, that came out. Um, and a book talk, we are going to have the curator for the book, William Gustavo Franklin Billy. He's original from Venezuela and he created this coffee table book. It's the Latin Art of Minnesota Conversations and What Next. And he compiled all these beautiful artists from all different you know countries background and uh, a different um art expo uh, art type mediums maybe yeah. art art yes yeah, yeah. different so we expressions have, yes thank you that's the word i was thinking um so we're gonna have carmen gutierrez bulger she's a painter a multimedia artist uh, she's originally from cuba we're gonna have cecilia cornejo sotelo as everyone knows, Cecilia, she's a documentary filmmaker from Chile. We are going to have Doggy Padilla. He's also lives here in Northfield. Um, you can hear some of his poetry at the library for the poetry reading once a month that we do the program. Uh, we are going to have Louis Fitch. Um, he also explored different cross-cultural issues Um and um, Marta Gabriela Dresen, she's a photographer from Mexico. And Xavier Tavera, we did a program last year with mm-hmm. Xavier, um, a portrait of our Latino, com- uh, some of our Latino members. And um, Xavier Tavera is a uh, photography and moving images to document real and fictitious allegories uh, of the Latino American diaspora in the United States. So and we are so lucky because three of those uh, panelists are from our town, from yes, Northfield. Yes, in Northfield, yes. And that's phenomenal. And I was th- like, this is so cool. And Billy as well, sometime Billy uh, will be teaching oh. classes in Carlton. Uh, he had taught some classes there in the college. So multiple connections. to the, yes. And this book is put out by the University of Minnesota Press. It is absolutely, I got, I got to sneak peek a little preview it's really stunning. And the book is available at the library, so everyone can check out the book. Uh, the day of the event, we're going to have um, someone from the Contente Bookstore um, selling some of the books there. So if you want to buy your own copy, own your own copy, I should say that, own your own copy, you can just come to the event, uh, listen to the conversation, um, and answer questions with all these artists. Um, yeah. It's going to be exciting, and so people should get that on their calendar. Mm-hmm. But that's not it. That's just like we're we're just that's scratching a, the surface. So of, yeah. So sa- uh, 
This is on Thursday, September 21st at 6.30 p.m. until 7.45. And that's at the library. And that one is at the, uh, the library at the atrium. There's a musical group coming to the library that you wanted to talk about. Yes. I want to make sure we have time for that. So to- that is the, the Saturday, the same week, right? It's like, okay, you the whole month of <laughs> September, we got you. We got you at the library with everything. Um, so like I said, we're... Uh, we started the celebration on the 16th, then on the 21st, as a Thursday, we have the book tag. And then the same week on Saturday, um, September 23rd, from 2 o'clock, we're going to have a group called Mestifonia. And it's a, um, a band that blends Colombian and Bolivia talent and different styles of Iberi- Iberian Peninsula mm-hmm. and South American music and they will bring the sound of fedo, flamenco, cueca, tanco, bolero, and more. Um, and at the library. And you said they've, they've come to Northfield a couple other times, so, and you, so you've had a chance to hear them. Yes. And oh, my gosh. The first year that, is, that I had the celebration, they were invited. They came um, that Saturday at the library. Then they came back again another time just to perform inside the library. And they also perform another time at Imminent Brewery. And they were coming back to Northfield, to Minnesota, I should say. And I'm like, okay, I need you. You got to come (laughs) here. The people who didn't get the chance to hear them. And also they were in one of the summer concert series of Yes, I uh, thought the name was familiar, and that that we should make sure we get the date out of, for that event. That is, uh, that's that Saturday at two o'clock. So it's an afternoon uh, event, two to three, mm-hmm. at the library. At the library, oh music! I, I'm not uh, exaggerating. People are gonna love that group. I mean, the guitarist, mm-hmm. the Guitarist. guitar player, mm-hmm. he's from Bolivia, and he's so talented. So talented. You are going to be memorized by seeing him playing. And her voice is, uh, yes, it's amazing. It's mm. a, f- yes, you truly have to come in and hear them and see them. Yes. So I highly recommend you check out the calendar on the main page of the Northfield Public Library. I, I actually have to say I was kind of blown away at the um, variety of arts activities happening. Oh, yes. And mm-hmm. everything, there's literary things happening. There's writers groups. I'm going to call attention to one of them. This is the nonfiction writers group. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, if you want to learn more about it, to contact Jack L. Hayi. I cannot believe that the library has him leading a group he is a, a extremely talented incredible researcher um you might know his book the lobotomist which was a a big hit and the nazi and the psychiatrist um lost minnesota and the lost brothers are a few of his books um just an extraordinary connection yes. that we have um so the, and there's book clubs for all kinds of different folks there's a crafters club which i didn't even know about that meets on the first friday i think it is um or most Fridays, I'm sorry, from 10 to 12 in the atrium. In the atrium. So yeah. you never know what's happening. There's even um, teen events. Uh, yes. They're happening. There's a teen space. Yes, at the second floor. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For kids. And so there's something happening. Needle felting is happening in 
on Wednesday, September 13th. So kids should just you know, make a connection any age. Yes. There's poetry happening, several events ha- mm-hmm. uh, around. I want to highlight the um, Florence and Freya are coming. It's a poetry reading on Thursday, September 14th from 6.30 to 7.30. Um, Freya Manfred is just an extraordinary poet who has um, come to Northfield a couple of times, and every mm-hmm. time I hear her, I'm just taken in with her um, just beautiful words about everyday life and more. And, yes. and um, that also is with Florence um, Chard Dacey, who's a local mm-hmm. poet. Again, she just draws on so many um, relatable th- themes. Yes. Um, so, you know, we're just touching the surface here of I the know. things happening. It's a lot of, yeah. Is it the banners and what else do we want to make oh, sure that we, we get to? We have also the, another um, show in the film, I Wonder What You Will Remember of September. And this is with Cecilia Cornejo. And that will be on Thursday, September 28th at 6.30 p.m. Uh, we'll have opportunities to have a question and answer time yeah. after the film. We also have uh, the City of Northfield Arts and Culture Commission is working on a public art um, with uh, a Katrina, a paper mache um, Katrina uh, with the artist Gustavo Boada. And they have met at the library a couple times to start working on this project. Um, and also we have the, um, the banner. Yeah, and just a quick thing about the artists on Main Street. You may have seen the little signs that say Public Art in Progress. Mm-hmm. There's some things happening around Bridge Square. Um, we want to bring attention to a few of those. One of those is that um, the Katrinas that are coming, and they are going to be, I mean, just if you preview the picture, they're they're tall and colorful mm-hmm. and just something that you, I, I didn't, didn't think you could do that with paper mache. <laughs> um, but some of the um, connections, there's a, a ceramic tile and glass mosaic called Your Mind is a Magic Wand oh, by yes. Michael, uh, I think it's Swear, Swear, I'm not sure, S-W-E-E-R-E. I will let you pronounce that okay. one because I think you probably the you will be right. I we'll have to me. check on that. It's, but it's really a, a beautiful. That's going to be um, put into the library in the children's space. Children's space, space yes. Um, and also uh, uh, one of the... the um, Local artist, Rocky, <laughs> has a mural and the bookshelves. We have three different... Um, it brings to years. life that space in the children's section. It's so section. cool when you hear the kids looking at the images and then they are reading, uh, because it's a bilingual um Posters, panels, panels, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so kids reading there and looking for those colorful images. And Rocky is doing um, a storm drain art, so you may see some of those. They're bright and cheery. And I, I tell you, I was down in Bridge Square yesterday, and I didn't even know there was a storm drain in the spot where it's highlighted with with the artwork. <laughs> it really brought my attention because yeah. the theme of the event this year is meet me, meet the river. Wait, meet me at the river. At the river. Meet me at the river. And so all of these things have have to do with the river. And it is um, an incredible um, program. Artists on Main Street, you can get information at downtownnorthfield.org. And they have all of the details of each of the, I think there's eight total projects happening. And it's made possible by the voters of Minnesota through a grant from the Minnesota State Arts Board, thanks to a legislative appropriation from the Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and by the City of Northfield Percent for the Arts Initiative. You were, it's so much happening. Yeah. So, every, in, so many things related to art. 
So for Jesse James Days, which is coming up, we soon, need to bring right? that up. Yes. That the the library will be with the city float, of course, you know. And their and theme this year is, in fact, Hispanic heritage. Hispanic heritage celebration. So we we had the the city of Northfield um, is doing a theme, and this year will be Hispanic heritage celebration theme, and we have some Katrinas and um, going with us at the parade in Alebrijes. Yep. Alebrijes are this magical. Um, um, is it paper mache? Paper no? mache, and we're gonna be in b- bicycles, and it's gonna be very colorful. Like I say, it's kind of fun that the city will have a theme this year, um, as the city is rebranding. Um, and well, we're taking you know next year will be something different, and yeah. So I think it's cool. Yeah, and if I I didn't know what an alabrije was until I saw a photograph of it, and it's gonna be, it like. It's larger than life, and it's colorful, yes. and I, it's like going to be magical. <laughs> I always uh, tell people, like, okay, have you watched the movie Coco? And oh. then right away they know, oh, yes, those magical creatures are over there. And oh, liberty has. So, that's a good connection. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, that gives people a, a visual reference. That's, so that's at the DJJD Parade on Sunday, the 10th of September at 2 p.m. So look for that particular float. And yes. um, thank you to Gustavo Boara is that, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah. for... Um, Helping with that, it's they're just going to be incredible, yeah. and we missed the banner. So the we have banner. I know we have. Well, people have to look for the new banner for the Hispanic Heritage Month, which is going to go on downtown. All that. Yeah, and all. Yeah, and that's one thing. Whenever I have guests, that's what the, one of the things they always comment in is are the flowers and the yes. you know the Division Street and how it has all the bright colors and and the banners. They rotate throughout the year, uh, just different mm-hmm. themes each month. And we're adding a Hispanic Heritage Celebration banner. And so we had a, a contest to uh, select the winner, and it is just a gorgeous, gorgeous. Oh, I think people are going to connect to this banner. It's, um, yes, I'm not going to give too much detail, yeah. right? Because I think <laughs> it's a surprise, maybe. I think when people think of a surprise, but it's so cool. And I think it will bring everyone together. When we say Hispanic Heritage Liberation, um, Hispanic Heritage Month, this banner represents not just the Latino community or the Hispanic community. It just represents everyone. I mm-hmm. think people will be feel connected I think it was to a, it some way of another. It's a winning um, contribution that takes into account a, a, a lovely family contributed this idea and uh, it, it really celebrates all of yeah. who we are and uh, are we going to not give away too much then? Well, no, it's up to you. I'm like, <laughs> you can give away more, but I, yeah, I didn't know if we have more time to. Yeah, well, to you give do. Away. Oh, that's right. You have to go because you have to meet some folks to get start getting, doing the planning for this. Yeah, so. we're I'm gonna meet a few people there at Central Park and just show them where they're gonna be parking and stuff. So. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate you so much coming thank in. Thank you so much for having me. My guest has been Ana Linder. Gracias. Para ti tú. We have talked about so much, and I want you all to come and celebrate and to rediscover the library. That's ultimately, I think, the goal that I would love to have for people to, you know, figure out, where, you know, find your uh, connections, find your things that make you learn and enjoy and uh, make connections with the community. What you say at the beginning of where we were meeting is not just books. Mm-hmm. We are more than books. There's yeah, 
and there's things you can check out now that you never used to be able oh to check goodness. out. <laughs> yes. We could talk a whole other hour yes, about that. I know. All the, all the resources you can access to for free. Yes, there's a lot, a lot. To... And, so... and so we are more than happy to answer any questions. They can stop. People, if they have curiosity after your show, they can stop by at the library and they can ask for Natalie or they can ask for me if they have curiosity about his Hispanic Heritage Celebration, about all of the other events coming up or even about the banner. Mm -hmm. um, so they're more, call, more than welcome to stop by and we can um, answer any questions of, if they're curious about something in particular. And that's what makes the library great because everybody's welcome and you'll um, discover something. So thank you for being here. I thank you. Greatly appreciate it. Folks, this is Art Zany, Radio for the Imagination. I want to thank you so much for being a part of the show today and helping us to broaden and widen our imagination. So I hope that you will always continue to engage your imagination. Of course, um, always add some Art Zany to your life. In the meantime, till next time, enjoy your imagination. You've been listening to Art Zany, Radio for the Imagination, with your host, Paula Granquist. Art Zany is brought to you each week by the Northfield Arts Guild and by the Paradise Center for the Arts in Faribault. The Paradise Center for the Arts is a vibrant cultural and artistic gathering spot in historic downtown Faribault. The Paradise is committed to offering high-quality visual and performing art opportunities for Faribault and our region. Regular events spotlight some of the best artists and musicians in our area and throughout Minnesota and the Upper Midwest. Our beautifully restored facility includes art galleries, classrooms, clay and textile labs, a gift shop and rehearsal spaces, in addition to a 300-seat auditorium. Visit ParadiseCenterForTheArts.org for a full schedule of events or call our box office at 507-332-7372. 